Welcome to the Real Housewives podcast, where we typically break down Bravo's Real Housewives franchises, with our favorite being New York, of course. And certainly there's a lot to discuss with Roni. We have a lot to look forward to there with Bethany Frankel leaving the show. And we know we've, they've already begun filming, and I definitely have a prediction about how that changes the dynamic of the remaining cast. But first... A major pivot here, guys. I'm going to be breaking down the very first episode of this season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and more so their wardrobe. So the reason for highlighting this is because, as most of you know, I'm a professional fashion stylist, and you've heard me on previous episodes giving my professional opinions on some of the Roni outfits we've seen the ladies wearing in these past few seasons. But just to give you guys a little background... I've been following the Kardashians for well over a decade, and while I too am fascinated by their growth and their imprint on mainstream media, I'm watching for what they're bringing to the fashion front because they pretty much get first access to trends. So designers are throwing their collections at them first so we can see how these trends will play out with consumers. And of course, they're working with leading hair and makeup artists and they themselves are very open to evolving their personal style. So this has really been a a professional endeavor for me to keep up with the Kardashians. Um, Okay, so let's get into it. Um, uh, Other than the fact that this season looks so good, they are really efforting to be as transparent as they possibly could be with, of course, heavily managed PR and social media practices. So while you know, we understand that this is a reality television show. It's unscripted. There, it is produced, and we can see sometimes you'll see the producers, like in this first episode, they've shown um, a couple of producers. We see, we will see a camera shooting them. Um, but what I really want to talk to you guys about is what they're doing style-wise and hopefully educate you on upcoming fashion trends. So let's start with Chloe because much of this first episode surrounded her the falling out of her relationship with Tristan Thompson, who we all know is her baby daddy. Um, she has a dilemma whether or not to invite him uh, to their daughter's first birthday party. Apparently, they have not physically in person seen each other since they broke up, since news broke, of course, that he cheated on her yet again. Okay, in terms of testimonial looks for Chloe, she had two predominantly, it was the one where she was just wearing a simple white tank top. She looked great. So, you know, we all know that she's made some enhancements to her body, but her upper body is just so, actually, it's pretty petite. She has really nice shoulders and clearly she works out a lot. So she has great upper arms. And in both testimonial looks, she her hair is, uh, she's got the weave in, it's super, super platinum blonde with the dark roots, and I think she looks fantastic. The other look, of course, it's kind of becoming her, her signature look. She's wearing a animal print 
duster jacket over a black tank top. Of course, we only see them from the bust up, uh, but she looks really, really great. And the lighting is phenomenal. She admits to being super tan in these testimonial looks. Um, I think she looks really great. But in the opening scene, she... <laughs> She walks in the room with True and Mary Jo is there and Courtney walks in. I think Chris is there too. And she's got her hairstyle a la Diana Ross. So apparently she had been to Diana Ross's birthday party recently. And so she, I guess, um, curled her hair like major, major ringlet curls in honor of Diana Ross and decided to just keep wearing it, I guess, for a few days thereafter. Um not the best look. It's definitely a look, but it's not her best look. So in another scene, she actually has the blunt cut. It's her natural hair. She doesn't have any extensions in. It's She's gone, you know, pretty blonde, almost a, a white gray blonde. Um, and when she wears it in this blunt style, and it's sort of subtly curled with a straight iron, almost straight, she, I think that's her best look for for hair in three different scenes she is wearing what appears to be the same leopard or, or it's an animal print duster jacket but they're actually different so it looks like she's starting a collection that's why I say it's kind of her go-to look now um I think that some people either really love animal print or they don't uh and I think that there's a certain kind of person under a certain age that can really pull it off. So I think that over the age of 40, let's say, I think that it ages you. And there is that subconscious, maybe even conscious connection that people make with animal print um, dresses or jackets that is related to being a cougar. So I just don't think it's her best look. I don't know why she loves it, um, but she definitely does a lot of duster jackets. So the duster jackets are longer. They're about three quarter length um, and they sort of just flow and it's a nice piece to wear on top of something that's a little bit more form-fitted. So whether that's a bodycon dress or just jeans in a, in a really tight tank top or bodysuit. Um, so in another scene, she's in bed with Courtney and she's wearing what appears to be um, a robe, a silk robe. It's a very, very soft, dusty pink, and, um, but it just might be a robe that she's lounging around in, in her bedroom. Um, but she, in another scene, has on a black bodysuit, which I'm sure is good American. And then she uses a black duster silky jacket. Um, and she pulls one of the shoulders off her, uh, her arm a little bit to show a little bit of skin, which I think is the greatest style tip. So um, whether she does it because she's warm and she's in LA, or it just it really is kind of an on-trend thing to do is to sort of pull one or even both shoulders off your the top of your shoulders a little bit so it sort of just lays like a scarf. Um, and we do see her with Courtney in the backyard and they're, of course they're discussing True's upcoming birthday bash uh, which we know Chloe is going to go above and beyond and just make this the greatest wonderland of parties for her daughter um, but they she, Chloe is wearing a black 
her entire outfit is black. So kind of very New York vibe. I'm really happy to see this actually because black has kind of gone to the wayside in recent years and um while I think that's good for some people especially as we get older black is kind of a harsh it's a very strong color and so it kind of is you we need to lighten things up as we age to bring the best out in our skin tone but of course Chloe's got you know great skin I'm sure she really works on it um, and in the scene she's wearing a black bodysuit black kind of a hybrid of track pants and uh, regular pants and then a form fitted black leather jacket so she looked really sort of full glam in every scene in this episode uh, she typically always is and I think that's kind of related to where she is at almost emotionally um, at this point in her life. I think that it's important for her to feel good about herself. And listen, guys, this is really the magic of wardrobe. It's, you know, it's, it is functional and it should be functional and it should never take away from the activity that you're doing. But especially when you're in a life transition, you can really use wardrobe to sort of boost your self-belief. And I think that, you know, with Chloe looks good she feels good and that's going to help her get out of this transition period that she's in as she extracts herself from um Tristan and you know they try and navigate I guess a new normal or a new version of of a family that she thought would have been intact um so kudos to you Chloe you looked great in every scene she did go to the doctor with Kim so that she could check out possible rheumatoid arthritis. Um, and Chloe was super casual. She was had no weave or extensions. She was just wearing a beanie cap and a sweatshirt, although she hit us with the hot pink Hermes purse and it just, I just bowled over because that's there's another style tip for you guys if you guys are just running around and you're in sweats and in you know yoga pants sneakers I totally get it I that's typically how I run around most of my days but you really can just add one it, it, whether it's a crossbody it doesn't have to be a purse with a handle it can be a shoulder bag but something that pops like that it just it, it just adds a little element of cute to your outfit no matter how casual you are so speaking of casual let's move on to Courtney so other than that vampy red leather um, jacket dress that she wore into I guess they were at Chloe's house the day of True's actual birthday I mean which it floored me Courtney just is so so adventurous with her fashion sense and that it was you know you have to be really careful with red leather because you can really um channel michael jackson you know and and so there was a little bit of a retro vibe to this a very kind of an 80s leather red leather vibe to her look but courtney just pulled it off she had sort of like a burgundy shadow on her eyes too and i'm sure that this um dress that it's like a blazer dress but in red leather I'm sure that she had it tailored because it just the hemline was just sat perfectly 
Um, other than that, she was lounging around in sweats. So either the sweat suit is Talentless by Scott Disick. Um, it didn't look like Yeezy. It was kind of an emerald green color. I don't know. I get really confused with my greens and my blues. Um, but it was probably talentless. Um, she looked really comfy and cozy. Her hair was up. And I just, and for you guys, I encourage these looks too. Like, I don't think that you necessarily have to walk around dressed to the nines every day. It's just not practical. Um, and I really, really believe in being comfortable. Um, so she had the matching tracksuit. It was the sweatshirt, the hoodie sweatshirt with the sweatpants. And um, she just looked cozy and cute. In the other scene, when she is talking to Chloe about turning 40, she kind of gets emotional. And it was really cute because she was wearing um, a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. It was like a really bright mustard yellow almost orange color and we all know Courtney loves Disneyland. I just thought well it's probably something that is comforting to her. Um, so it was sad to see her break down a little bit about turning 40 and being introspective about where her life is um, but that really speaks to you know external pressures. I don't think that she might have really gone so deep in those thoughts had she not had kind of external pressures to really confront it. Um, but you know, Courtney is, she's 40 and she looks phenomenal. And I know you guys, they have access to all the best doctors and facial treatments and lasers. Um, and I know that she has had uh, some fillers as well. Uh, but she just, she has a radiant smile and that thankfully has not changed. Now moving on to Kim, Kim K. So Kim has one kind of killer look as well. And uh, it's snakeskin. It's a snakeskin jacket slash dress. It's not as form fitted as the red one that Courtney was wearing. Um, and it, she was wearing matching snakeskin um, knee-high boots. And so it was definitely a look. You know, only Kim K could wear this on a regular Monday. She, I have no idea where she was going afterwards. Maybe she just was picking up the kids from school. I don't know. But only she could get away with it. Yeah, kudos to her. She looked she looked great. I mean, I, Kim can wear anything and she doesn't have to rationalize why she's wearing it. Um, but in the other scenes, she what she's doing a lot now is very form-fitted. They're t probably bodysuits. So she ha wears one that's kind of a putty um, color, and she wears black. Uh, she paired the black one with, um, it's a tank style with like a drawstring at the chest, and then she paired it with leather or leather-like tight pants, um, which... I, I mean, if anyone can look sexy in that look, I mean, I think a lot of us can, um, but Kim K killed it. Um, and then she's out with Jonathan at the burger place that he has endorsed and has him feeding her because her hands are swollen and they hurt because of her condition, uh, which, you know, perfectly summarizes her friendship with, with Jonathan Chebin. Um, and it's really cute to see, you know, she supports him, he supports her. They have a very kind of fun and supportive 
relationship. Um, but yeah, she she has been really disciplined in working out recently. We know that she shows us every day. She works out with her trainer and it definitely shows. Um, some of the other cast members slash family, Chris Jenner is iconic. And I think that because she takes such fashion risks, especially for her age, and I'm not you know, saying that in any way to infer that older people shouldn't or cannot wear things that are on trend. It's just that I think most people don't. And she definitely does. And sure, it's easy for her to do that, but she really embraces it. And uh, she owns it and she looks phenomenal. So I thought it was really interesting. She was in one of the scenes wearing a Chanel shirt. It's like a short sleeve jacket almost. And um, it said Chanel, but on one side of the chest, on her right side, it said C-H-A. On the other side, uh, it said N-E-L. Now we've seen in most recent Chanel collections that they break up their name like that. Um, but what I loved was that she had the balls to pair that Chanel shirt with Chanel earrings. So the C-H-A hanging down her right ear and the N-E-L down her left ear and she just killed it. Uh, okay, so moving on to um, a couple of other family members that we saw, of course, True and Chloe at True's birthday party, and they were wearing matching outfits. They've done this before at the Christmas party, and um, this time at True's first birthday party, because the theme was pastels uh, or rainbows, Chloe was wearing probably a custom baby blue silk slip dress and of course she had the same material same color duster over top and true was wearing the exact same thing just mini true version and it was really adorable um and then we saw scott a lot in in many of the scenes, he's being very supportive and supported by the family, and he's wearing a hoodie sweatshirt in every scene, and I love it. So I've talked to a lot um, of my clients, and I've mentioned it before, you know, style has gotten really casual worldwide, and Scott Disick, with his own talentless label, he produces a lot of basics so like t-shirts and sweatshirts and track pants and that kind of thing um and that is just it's super practical and um you know pair it with like just really cool jeans or tights and now it's like kind of basic with really kick-ass sneakers and you can almost go anywhere that's that is turning into a day-to-night look um, I guess more on the West Coast. And then finally, I don't even know if I want to mention it because there's a lot of people on the fence about Tristan Thompson, but just wanted to point out that he was doing this thing that's on trend now that is, you know, sort of circa 1990s. And it's basically wearing a button down shirt, but open over top a t-shirt. Now, this used to be a faux pas because it was something that the these guys back in the 90s grew up wearing and then they just kept wearing it and so it's kind of become like a dad look um, but it's back and he of course paired his with a really thick iced out silver chain um, so the t-shirt was um, 
it was hard to tell on the screen, but it was a white t-shirt with black and white photos. There was a little bit of script. And then the button down shirt that he was wearing looked like sort of like a gray and white plaid. And he was paired it with white jeans. And of course, sneakers. So if you guys didn't get a chance to watch it or you missed it, there is a split second of the episode where they show you the, it's probably a fitting room that Kim has in her home. So she's on the phone with her doctor and he's about to give her the news that she her blood work tested positive for um, lupus antibodies as well as rheumatoid arthritis. And you see Chloe coming in to um, talk to her as well. But there's a split second shot of this fitting room and it's like, I mean, it's my dream. It's really like a fashion studio in itself. There are racks upon racks of clothes, and I'm sure they're all on the season. Shoes, there are little clothes for the kids. I just, I melted. So, of course, there was really, really good drama. I'm so excited for this season. If you guys let me know, I will continue to break down keeping up with the Kardashian wardrobe style, but we will definitely get back to Roni when they start airing. Okay, so I mentioned I definitely have a prediction about what is going to happen with the dynamic between the, the ladies of Roni this season without Bethany Frankel. So we've already seen a little bit on social media and what we've seen of the remaining cast. So Luann, Tinsley, Ramona, Sonia, and Dorinda, there is a lot of like smiling and laughing and dancing and they're really kind of bonding and it looks like they're having so much fun. And I really think that, I mean, whether spoken or not, they've made a conscious decision to really play up their closeness within their friendships to each other. Because what I think that Bethany brought to that group dynamic was a divisiveness that I'm sure she wasn't even aware that she was bringing, but it's just inherent to her personality. And you know, when you're constantly being called out, whether like no matter how big or small the transgression, you just kind of feel like you're on edge a little bit and you're just kind of waiting for, to get knocked down you know, the next time. And so now that that is gone, barring any other new cast member, um, and depending on his or her personality, I think that we're going to see a lot more bonding with these ladies, which I'm just as interested as, as you guys to see how that plays out. I mean, I still want the drama. I'm sure we're still going to get it because we still have Loanne and we still have Ramona and I hope Dorinda never stops drinking. Okay, guys, thank you for joining me, highlighting the fashion and personal styles of Kim, Chloe, and Courtney. And let me know if you want more episodes about this. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Celebs and Bravo Lebs. You can follow me on Twitter at IamDebay. Thanks, guys.